0: This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on The Skywalk. What's up, Walkers? We
1: are back with another episode of The Skywalk. We have a fantastic show for you today. Oh uh, yeah. This episode is going to be largely a tribute to Star Wars Rebels. That's what I'm talking the about. The series that recently wrapped up. Uh, we got some other news to cover, such as John Williams. What? News with air quotes. Mm. Uh, John Favreau, actual news. A little something about the solo movie. And, of course, we're going to break down the last couple of episodes of Star Wars Rebels, which we have not yet reviewed on this podcast. Then we're going to get to the fail bag where we're going to talk about a fun little question about Luke's Academy. Then we're going to have some recommendations.
0: All right.
1: Or a recommendation.
0: Recipes. Mm. So,
1: Jeff, let's get right into it.
0: Let's throw it in the
1: pot. Um, In non-news, John Williams said that (laughs) episode nine is probably his last. Wow. Jeff, does this sound like news to you?
0: Here's the thing. If they turn him into a hologram, the music will still go on. <laughs> the other thing is, my man still collected some hardware, mm-hmm. It's I, I was surprised and shocked yep. to know that John Williams is willing to collaborate with so many different people. Including? Including Kobe Bryant. <laughs> oh, man. So do just one an Oscar man that doesn't make me happy Jeff so just you know for for people who have no association with the National Basketball Association whatsoever and didn't watch the Oscars at all uh, Kobe Bryant uh, recently won an Oscar for an animated short titled Dear Basketball and John Williams wrote and did the music
1: well, you know what if he can do that, that kinda of changes my mind on this. Maybe he should be doing more Star Wars movies. Yeah. Come on, you're you're scoring Kobe now. Dude, just let him work from home. Anyway, I, I just don't think this is news. Okay. He he he's been acting like he didn't want to do seven and oh, then of he didn't want
0: to do eight. Yes. And now he is doing nine. And before. then he got a text from Ray and it was all good.
1: Yeah, and then he didn't even say this is my last one. He's like, This might be like what is that what does that
0: even mean? So anyway, wait, you're telling me he's not working on the live action show? Probably
1: not. Uh, speaking of the live action show, good segue, Jeff. Right. John Favreau.
0: Interesting. How many episodes back did we call this, Jeff? Two? Here's my thing. Yeah. Um, should Happy Hogan really be directing? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just saying. Should Happy Hogan really be directing a live action Star Wars show?
1: Uh, in all honesty, Jeff, the dude has chops. <laughs> uh, that's not just, a chef. Pun. I just love. <laughs> yeah, he made that movie. <laughs> he chef. is a chef as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's good. He's mm-hmm. good. But like we talked about on the, our episode, was it episode 40 or 41? We talked about, you know, John Favreau. No doubt, eventually, this dude's getting his hands on a Star Wars. Wars. But we didn't think it would be a TV show. So it's kind of weird that the Game of Thrones guys are getting movies and the movie guy is getting a TV show.
0: And is this a signal that John is on his way out from the Marvel movies? Mm.
1: Oh, yeah. See, this yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Will they kill him off in Infinity War, Jeff? Absolutely. Will they make happy Hogan sad? They need to. Yeah. But
0: he needs to go out in a blaze of glory.
1: He also needs to hire some diverse people. True. And this is what we talked about last time, is we were hoping they would hold off on the this The streak lives on. Right? Because everybody says, well, he can certainly hire... Like, he's, he's writing the show. It doesn't mean he's going to direct it. There are a lot of other roles to be played. Sure. I mean, and the cast, of course. That can be as diverse as he wants it to be. And I, I feel pretty confident that he will keep things diverse. Mm-hmm. But... Did they have to announce it now before we find that out?
0: And what wave are they trying to catch on this?
1: Jeff, they're trying to catch. This was another one of those things that was done on the stockholder call or whatever. So he's just trying to make it. Old white billionaires don't care about diversity. (laughs) They just want to feel safe. Bob Iger's got to tuck them in at night. They're like don't worry, kiss him on the forehead. It's Jon Favreau. Don't worry, your money will grow. And they're like the white guy. If you water it, yes, sweetie, the white guy. <laughs> Sleep tight. Oh, <laughs> and, they, and, oh, they, and they do right? Okay, right, but yeah, I think that's all it is. Come on, they're they're speaking with their actions.
0: Brett, I usually don't read stockholder minutes, <laughs> but <laughs>
1: solo movie. We're only two months away from this, which I still cannot believe.
0: Yeah, but you know what? It's weird. The hype is not building in my heart. No, no, it's not building anywhere. I don't think, Jeff. The trailer was okay,
1: but did I like it? Did I? Yeah. Mm. I, Jeff, every other trailer, uh, be it Force Awakens, Rogue One, Last Jedi, I watched. <laughs> let's just let's it's just say double hair. digit times, okay? Wow, I don't digit. want to embarrass myself too all much, right, right. but double digits easily. Han yeah. Solo trailer I've watched four or five times. Like we've said before, typically with a Star Wars movie, um, we don't need to see a lot of footage to get pumped. Um, so, the this reason one, I need to see it. I watch trailers primarily for the movies that I don't intend to see mm-hmm. just to see if they can convince me. <laughs> and <laughs> so, that's, that's exactly
0: where I am. Yeah. For this movie.
1: So, if Solo's in the position to have to convince us that it's something that we should be excited about, that's not a good sign. But I do want to say this. um, Something I want to caution people about, and I hope this doesn't happen, but I feel like because of all of the the leaks that have come out about the trouble on set, the changing director, the Alden Ehrenreich who's playing Han Solo, not being a good enough actor, and they Mm -hmm. had to hire an acting coach, which we also hear is like normal in Hollywood. But I think that when it comes out... The tutor for my tutor. I'm afraid that people are going to be overly critical of his performance. And... And what I want people to remember is that, think about Harrison Ford's acting in the original trilogy. It mm-hmm. wasn't always great. So really, if, though? Dude, watch Empire Strikes Back for the first hour and a half of that movie. See, people forget this because he ends the movie with a total mic drop. Th-
0: that's what I'm saying.
1: Right? But all along, like... Well, okay,
0: hold on. Yeah. The scene that was in um, in the, the fake cave slash monster, you know, I th- I thought that was pretty good.
1: Wait, the Wampa?
0: No, no, no! In *Empire Strikes Back*, mm-hmm. they're in the Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Field. Right. Like, I, t- to me, from that point on, his great, his acting is great.
1: Maybe, but and, dude, oh, even yeah. after that, okay? okay, go to the scene on the landing platform in Bespin, and okay. pay close attention to how he delivers his lines to Lando. Not good. I mean, just from an acting perspective, it doesn't bother me. It's Han yeah. Solo. It's in the spirit of who the character is. He always has that kind of, bravado, you know, bravado.
0: But nervous.
1: Arrogance, but uh, but insecure. Yeah. yeah. It's all there. But I'm just saying the delivery of the lines sometimes is really stiff. And I mean, you know, Harrison Ford complained about the script all the time. You know, like, oh, George writes these words and nobody can say them. And, you know, so I'm not, I'm not criticizing it. I'm just saying... We remember it a certain way, okay. and I think people are going to hold Alden Ehrenreich to a higher standard than he should be held to. Mm. So, anyway. It's
0: funny you say that, because I've really just lowered my expectations for him Alden. Oh, absolutely. So, if he even de- delivers something more than cardboard, I'm good. That's what you want to do. Lower your <laughs> expectations, people. and And, Jeff, yeah. have a drink. True. Right. Don't forget about that.
1: As we get closer to the movie, (laughs) we have a new ranking system for before the movie comes
0: out. How many beers did you have before? Right. How How many beers did you need? Jeffrey, this is a three whiskey movie. Hard liquor. Wow. Jeff, all right. Let's talk about rebels. Yes. Amazing. Awesome.
1: (laughs) Amazing. Um. We reviewed the first two episodes since the mid-season hiatus. Yep. So we're just talking about the final six episodes yes. of the Star Wars Rebels series. Mm-hmm. We talked about the first two in our last episode. Episodes three and four, Jeff, they kind of merged, Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Tarkin is what I call them. <laughs> okay. Because I don't know about you, but even the mu- <laughs> dude, the music was completely ripped from Raiders of the Lost Tarkin. It was. Um, so you, you got that too, Yeah, huh? dude. All you right. couldn't not notice it. In all fairness to them, yeah. I think by the time the prequels rolled around, even John Williams forgot which one he was working on at times. Like there's music in Phantom Menace He's that like, is straight up out of Last Crusade. <laughs> But anyway. Is this Raiders or not? He doesn't know. Wow. They're like, John Williams, the bad guys. Do the bad guy music now. And he's like. Which is straight up right out of Last Crusade,
0: Jeff. Okay, it is.
1: I will say Ezra's development was kind of the highlight to me. Finally. Right? Because he's really showing growth. He's learning. He learned from it. Well, the
0: dude took a back seat for like half the season. Yeah.
1: And he was just annoying, man. Yeah. Him and Kanan both became unannoying in these last six episodes. He, he finally knows how to make decisions. Um, the penultimate episode, Jeff, which was the – so last Monday night, okay. they played the last two episodes. So there was a half-hour episode, and then there was the one-hour finale. The half-hour penultimate episode was so forgettable that I don't remember what happened in it, and I don't remember the name of the episode, and I didn't even bother researching it because I could have. But let's just get on to the finale. Yeah. The finale, Jeff. What did you think?
0: I thought that's how it should be done. Man. Yeah, they 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 tied up the notes that they needed to. They left some open gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, good good music. Mm-hmm. Good character. Um, achievements, character achievements. That's what is not development. Character achievements yeah. were made in this finale, and I'm like, okay, this is what we were talking about. Yep,
1: yeah, a lot so, of it, it it paid off, right? Yeah. Now, Jeff, this is where I'm. I swear, I'm not trying to be an internet contrarian. Okay. Um, I loved like when when the episode ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I guess this is happening more and more last episode. I said, this was rare for me to just yell out loud watching TV alone, Yes. but I did it again a couple times.
0: <laughs> I, I could have been, I could have done without the multiple endings. Okay. Well, so that, that is interesting. I completely disagree with you on that. All right. And I'm not just trying to be, okay.
1: so Jeff, that's what I loved. So this is what mm-hmm. happened is okay. I watched the end of the episode. Yes. I was blown away, mm-hmm. but then the more I thought about it, I was like, well, well, I really just want to go back and watch the last five minutes. Because to me, Mm -hmm. that was really the thing. Before that, I felt like most of the episode was just like pew pew get to the reactor shut this thing down uh okay. this guy we thought he was dead and he's not and it was just kind of the same old same old for most of the episode for yeah. me and i feel like this is borne out by the starwars.com poll all right let me okay. let me share this with our our listeners here and jeff uh, you're you, you got this too so we yeah. were looking at this so they had a poll which was what was your favorite moment yeah. from the star wars rebels finale and dude all of it is from the last half of the last episode of Rebels. So it was seriously backloaded. And I know that that's to be expected because this is like the grand finale of the show. And I do believe you need the quieter, slower moments to develop the characters so that you can have this big payoff at the end. Yeah. But it starts with Thrawn's Rampage. Then the next one is Ezra's Choice. I feel like that stuff happened at that's like the the end. 15 minutes till the end of the yeah. episode, yeah. right? And then the Emperor, uh, Emperor's Royal Guards attack, which was dope. That I don't know awesome. about you, Jeff, but I thought that was amazing because we've awesome. never seen that. Um, so, a posi- <laughs> so, Jeff, all right. So here's my thing. Let me just sum it up. There's eight <laughs> okay. more. There's eight more moments yeah. from that point on, which are in like the last ten minutes at best, right? And and then uh, one, two, three, four, five. The last five moments they list here, out of ten or out of twelve, are from the last three minutes of the episode. Yes. So. Kind of tells you a lot, that pretty Huge much everything shibane. that you needed to see happened in the last 15 minutes of the episode. Yeah.
0: I, I, I could have done without the multiple endings, but mm-hmm. I, I understand why they were necessary. Yeah. I just don't know where they're going with this. Okay. So it's like, you know, <laughs> because I want to see the next, or at least I want to see a hint of what's next. Right. Um, instead of just, like, wrapping stuff up. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, you know, how the heck did Ahsoka return? Right. And what has she been doing? Yeah, but like, put, oh my gosh.
1: But they did show that. So, so uh, as far as Ahsoka goes, okay. they opened up this whole time travel thing, essentially, right? Where Ezra got into this bridge between worlds. But it's destroyed. And it was destroyed. But bef- but before it was destroyed, he pulled Ahsoka out of what apparently would have been her dying moments. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! <clears throat> um, apparently, Darth Vader, mm-hmm. her former master Anakin, was about to kill her... Until uh, Ezra goes back and changes the timeline by pulling her out of that situation. So time travel, people. Yeah, 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 don't no. worry about it. Different, um, different timeline. That's the thing. You need a whiskey for that one. Yeah, yeah. You can't think about time travel <laughs> making any kind
0: of sense. My point is she does go back. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't think they said what she did from that point until the end of Return of the Jedi, which is where this series ends off. Right?
0: Yeah. That, to know. me, is the bigger question. So Ezra saves her. No, he isn't about to kill her. That's right. No, no, so Ahsoka uses her two lightsabers, breaks up the ground, and the ground's about to to fall out, and then Ezra yanks her out. Oh,
1: okay, that's right. All right. So was she going to die So my point,
0: here's my point. Yeah. Darth Vader definitely survived that. Yeah. So why couldn't she? Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So the thing is, he puts her back, she gets back there, but how the heck does she get off the planet? That Ezra's on? Malachor. No, no, Malachor Five but it's just a different part of Malagora's Oh,
1: could be. That could be. Right. But I thought that was actually pretty cool, is that you don't know, at that moment, you don't know exactly where she went and what is going to become of her. So here's my thing, right?
0: Yeah, Jeffrey. That whole um, scene was my favorite. Yeah? Dude. Because of the fact that- it explains so much. That it brings her back? Not not just that. It explains so much about the prequels. Yeah. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. They never truly explain- when Palpatine's talking to Anakin, he's like, You know what? There's other parts of the Force that we haven't explored. Yeah. Is there a way to save Padme? I'm willing to explore that with you. Yeah. This is one of those things. And right, I'm like, right. Dude, if I'm Vader, I am all in, man. Right. Because next to Palpatine, I get to find out how it's possible to literally change time. Right, right.
1: Yeah, here we are 15 years later. People are still trying to patch up the prequels.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying, like, (laughs) it was an amazing tie-in.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with
0: you, and I, I think that um,
1: there were people who criticized some of the different ways that the Force worked in the Last Jedi. But I am all for
0: the son and the daughter. It and the can't
1: father. always just be the things you saw in the original trilogy. There are, like you said, they, they speak parts. of these other ways of using the Force. Yeah, and let me tell you, Jeff. This is one thing I tried not to pay attention to. This whole thing about being able to affect the timeline. I have a feeling there's probably some like major well, backlash. Um, among the fandom, but I'm trying to just ignore it. Like, forget it. I don't know if it's there or not. You don't see this. It's the monster in my closet, Jeffrey. As long as I don't look, it's not there. But anyway, I thought it was a great episode, but like I said, I think the last 10 or 15 minutes were really, you know, they were just so good. So good. Uh, I really was, it was was another one of those episodes where I was speechless at the end of it. Mm. Uh, That's a good feeling to have. Now see, unlike you, Jeff, I loved the epilogue. Everything about that epilogue just made me super duper happy. First of all, you have the fact that Ezra and Thrawn are apparently still alive somewhere. We know that they are. Maybe. Because they're going to look for him. Um, what do you think about Jason Sandula? So now, you know. The, you got to
0: explain it to me. I still, you know.
1: So the name Jason came from, from expanded what? universe stuff that's now
0: Legends. Well, that was the name of the son that turns bad.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which so, is
0: now Kylo Ren.
1: I don't take that to mean anything about this character, about yeah. Sandula Junior. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a little bit of a nod to the right. people who are fans of the expanded universe. Okay, and I don't really, t- I don't really read anything into that. Yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure his hair But is you're green. positive that Th- that's Kanan and Harris' son.
1: Well, it's definitely Harris' son. My thing. It's definitely Harris' son, okay. and she talks about how he's. I, a, I get that he's a natural pilot like me. Blah blah blah, and you all know about his dad. That's, that's, she says something to that effect.
0: Okay. That we all, all right. know what his father was like. See, Brett, that's how good this episode is. Yeah, I got to go back and rewatch. You
1: it. gotta go watch it, Jeff, but you don't. You just got to watch the last 10 minutes. <laughs> Maybe just five. Okay. Um, also, mm-hmm. here's the thing. if Kanan is his dad, then he would have some forcibility. Now, if he is, we see him there. Now, the timeline makes sense. Initially, I saw this, and Mm -hmm. I saw some people react in the same way online. Mm -hmm. Like, wait, why is this kid only five years old if 30 years went by? But it didn't. From the time that Rebels ends Mm -hmm. to the time of the end of Return of the Jedi, it's only like six years maybe, five or six years. Um, It's really because it happens just before A New Hope and Rogue One, and then it ends, you know, not that long after, even though they were able to build in like a couple of Death Stars. Um, But don't worry about that. Drink a whiskey. Um Jeff, if you're a kid <laughs> okay. in the time of post-Return of the Jedi and you have Force ability, where would you end up, Jeffrey? Luke Skywalker Jedi Training Academy. Come on down, people. Which ends up
0: being destroyed. Which ends up being destroyed. Unless you're one of the Knights of Ren.
1: So could he be either a Knight of Ren or one of those slaughtered by the Knights of Ren? That, or yeah.
0: just a bounty hunter.
1: Yeah? It, what Like... So this is why I, now? this is why I do like the ending, Jeffrey, because
0: it just okay. opens up all of these possibilities. No, I'm not saying I don't like the ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that it didn't it didn't have to be. You know. You want a little more closure. No, I just didn't. I wanted it to be another episode, like a, just a preview. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, just, just like separated from the I episode.
1: You have to dangling the carrot in front I, of us, I eternal know, optimists. I that's know. the
0: thing. I think anyone who's an eternal optimist
1: is a sucker for this sort of ending because like this ending was so cool, but only if you're embellishing it in your mind as to what it could mean in the future. Exactly. And it might not deliver in the future. So I just want See, to live in this moment. That's what,
0: that's
1: what I don't like, man. <laughs> Let's just live in this moment. All right. Where all of these awesome possibilities are out there. Jason Sandula is a crazy cool pilot slash Jedi with green hair. Or
0: he's just doing data entry on the Death Star.
1: He could be. He could get blown up in another, in Starkiller Base. Starkiller Base. Could be working for, he could be working for Hux, dude. Um, but Would, I, li- I like to wouldn't think. Wouldn't that be the worst? <laughs> I like to think he ended up in the Jedi Training Academy,
0: Jeff. It's possible. Now,
1: here's the thing. All right. I wanna, I'm going to skip ahead mm-hmm. to something in the fail bag. Um, right. But then before we end this episode, this tribute to Rebels, we're going to talk about our favorite episodes. Okay. Um, like one each. One each. Um, Fail bag, Jeffrey. I put this question out there. Was Luke's Academy on Endor? Uh, Facebook does not think so. Endor. So here's my thing, Jeff. Instead of Yavin 4? I don't think it's on Yavin 4. It could be. Really? That's a good possibility. I like that, Jeff. Oh, you didn't see uh, Jedi Academy then. No. What's Jedi Academy? The game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you mean Legends, Jeffrey? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, so Facebook agrees with you. Kyle Jeff. Katarn. The responses I got on Facebook were like, no, this thing is not on Endor. But here's why. Okay. <laughs> three, Three very important. Are you telling me you saw an Ewok? <laughs> All right, go ahead. I hope there was a new walk in the Academy. Uh, exhibit A, Jeff. Let's hear it. Just the wood that's used. Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi reaches up through this broken wood. That always struck me as a little bit odd because you don't see wood being used in the Star Wars universe so much. Hmm. Where are the trees? Right? So, yeah, the trees just stay trees. They don't kill them. <laughs> you can you can kill porgs, but not trees. Okay. Secondly, mm. as we know, in the new... Trilogy, Kylo Ren is in possession of Darth Vader's melted old mask, right? True. Which melted in a pyre on Endor because Luke Skywalker, he wanted to melt all that stuff. So it doesn't make sense that Luke would have taken it with him because you don't cremate somebody if you want to take their mask with you. (laughs) He'd take the mask out first and then you burn him up, (laughs) right? So... You know, if you just follow the logic there, 101. somebody went back. Okay. Somebody went back to get this old, maybe what he considers to be True. a relic. True. And also, Jeffrey,
0: mm-hmm.
1: think about the fact that I heard that I heard this opinion put out there. I think on another podcast, maybe one of the Collider podcasts, uh, was you know in, in the Force Awakens, yeah. Kylo speaks to his grandfather and it's like, "Show me the darkness again, grandfather." It's very with likely, no response. Yeah, with no response that we saw, but it's very likely that Snoke was pretending to be him, right? So we now know after The Last Jedi that Snoke has this ability to- uh, Had. Had, yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs>
1: Go. Spoiler alert. Used, used to have this ability right. to kind of project force powers across the universe, right? True. So it's very plausible that he could have been pretending to be Darth Vader. Speaking to him through this mask that maybe Kylo went to recover. From the site of this fire, okay, I see I can see it just a theory Jeffrey yeah, yeah. just a little speculation right. the third very important point I have on this okay. is that I really just want it to be true okay so that's why I'm gonna to choose to believe that it was on Endor. but anyways, here's what's exciting to me about all of this okay. it, it occurred to me the other day that with the last Jedi Luke doesn't do a whole lot more. In The Last Jedi than he did in The Force Awakens. In my opinion, he trains Rey. He teaches her some lessons. He doesn't really get he a lot speaks, of major about physical it. action. Right. Um, so we've kind of seen him at his most heroic in Return of the Jedi.
0: To me... Oh, definitely. Like, no, it's, it's, it's
1: hands down. Right. Our yeah. hero, our childhood hero, Luke Skywalker, Eternal was at Jedi. his most heroic at yeah. the, uh, in Return of the Jedi. But... Yeah. This is why I'm so excited about the ending of Rebels, because it's now putting us there. I never imagined going into that episode, Jeff, that where it would end up I even saw polls online that were like, "How do you want this to end? Do You want it to end at the actual battle above Scarif, where we see the ghost flying around in Rogue One, or do you think it's going to end before that, or no, do you think it's going to after? End just after that? This is okay. what everybody was kind of thinking, right? Okay. Is that it would end sometime before the original trilogy? But now they do. They just fast-forwarded, and what they tell you is that they fought in the Battle of Andor. So that's why they're, that's yeah. why I say no, they're placing that. it right. They're placing it right after that. Anyway, I'm just really excited about the possibility that. Uh, The the next animated series or even a live action series could take place during that time. Mm -hmm. Because up to this point, we were surprised, right, that uh, even in The Last Jedi, they weren't going to address what Luke Skywalker was doing in the 30 years between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. They haven't touched it. So now all of a sudden, here comes little underdog rebels, and they just fast forward right smack into the middle of post-Jedi and that to me was super exciting and i'm just hoping that whatever one of these things that comes next whether it be one of the new trilogies live or action
0: show a live action show that's where i see it going
1: even an animated show which is more plausible from the standpoint of you're not going to de-age luke skywalker by 20 years or so for a live action thing not with mark hamill right no, no. so you're not going to be able to show post return of the jedi mark hamill again
0: although you know what if they're willing to do it with han solo
1: it could happen. They could. They could recast with Sebastian Stan, who plays Bucky Barnes in the Marvel movies, because he looks just like him. Uh, that's that's a popular, what? popular meme, Jeff. You're just
0: telling me about Jeff, this? Jeff, you got to get
1: online more. Wow! <laughs> Jeff,
0: get out he of he the outside like physical him. world
1: and get more into the virtual <laughs> realm. You go out too much. Where are my VR goggles? You get out too much, <laughs> Jeff. Um... Anyway, I would just be perfect. I would just love to see that. Yeah, he would. Oh, dude, they've done all these side by sides online. People look it up. Mark Hamill, Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Sebastian Stan, and that's the thing, he looks like Jedi era Jedi. Luke Skywalker. Exactly. Oh man, it would be so good. (gasps) And Favreau, he's working with Happy Hoax. Give this dude a black glove. From Marvel. Wow. All right, things I'm not crazy about. I've made it very clear on this podcast. Which
0: soldier is Luke Skywalker? That right, there are
1: ahead. two characters on Rebels that I hate. One of them preceded Rebels, so uh, so there's this character Rook, who is uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn's personal
0: bodyguard. Oh, that guy. Yeah, the hermit yeah. crab guy. The, the crotch. I mean, the the um, the. <laughs> what, why did I say that? The the. Keep thinking. Um, Zeb Cricket? No, cockroaches. Yeah, cockroaches. yeah. He yeah. looks
1: like a little bit of a cockroach slash hermit crab to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just put out there a poll. Who's the worst character, Rook or Zeb? Now Zeb's pretty bad. Zeb's pretty bad, too. I've hated Zeb's him since the bad. series began. Yeah. I do want to point out, though, uh, I, was, I was reminded that Zeb is actually based on the original concept art by Ralph McQuarrie for Star Wars A New Hope. Yes, the that's true. Beginning. I remember that. Yeah. Chewbacca originally looked that's like Zeb. That's what he's Zeb. supposed to look like. Right. Yeah. Anyway, the poll said Rook is worse than Zeb. So Rook, Definitely. Yeah, and the good news for people who agree with that is that uh, he's dead now. So, yeah. <laughs> Zeb. Now here's my thing, Jeff. I think they know that Zeb, Zeb's not a good character, and uh, and I think that's why in the epilogue mm-hmm. of the f- finale, plus his
0: whole arc is just like
1: yeah, like what is it? Meh. What is it? Um, he's off in another part of the universe yeah. with uh Hans, with his homeboy, with Hans from Frozen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Fulcrum at one point. Fulc- yeah, yeah, Agent, yeah, Agent Fulcrum. Calus, Agent Callus. Yeah, so I'm glad. It seems like they wrote those guys off, kind of like mm. they did They're to Jar Jar like, and Attack of the Clones. Yeah. They're like, oh, people didn't See like ya. this. Focus group. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, those guys are gone. Okay. Jeff, to close out this tribute to the beloved animated series, Star Wars Rebels, uh, okay. what is your favorite episode?
0: So I would have to go with Twin Sons. Yep. It's the Obi-Wan Kenobi Episode versus I thought it was Darth awesome Maul with Darth Maul, yeah, and it fully closes off the Darth Maul arc. Yep, and at the same time, tells Ezra, "Hey, you ain't a part of this. Get on over yeah. to your other side of your universe mm-hmm. because you're supposed to be worried about Lothal." Yeah. I got this. Yep,
1: and it taught and, him a lesson about jumping the gun. Yeah,
0: Obi Wan was Let basically telling him, the story progress."
1: Darth Maul, as bad as he is, he didn't have to die. He, that happened because of you. Yeah,
0: that's what I took away from it. <laughs>
1: Jeff, when you said that, it reminded me. some
0: responsibility.
1: It reminded me that that probably was my favorite episode too because I remember that was another one of those moments where I, I sat on my couch stunned for like 10 <laughs> exactly. minutes. I don't even know if I was breathing for 10 minutes, oh. Jeff. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, my other favorite episode that I was originally going with is Wings of the Master. This was from, mm. I believe it's season three, episode five. Okay, And it's when they have to go out and find the prototype B-Wing.
0: Ooh, I remember
1: that. From yep. the Mon Calamari inventor who created it, who's named Quarry in a nod to the concept hey, artist hey. Ralph McQuarrie. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, that was such an amazing episode. And that yep. ship, they use this loophole that they can use now, which is when you're writing something that takes place before the original trilogy, how do you insert technology that is more advanced than the original trilogy? Well, you call it a prototype. <laughs> And you there you, go. you either tell people it blew up or you just assume it blew up, and that's and why just they don't never exist worked out. Right, yeah. but uh, yeah, so I'm I'm just really excited to see what comes next.
0: I think it would be awesome just to have an entire series based off of the bounty hunter and uh, Ahsoka.
1: Oh yeah, dude, um, and you know what? Just an just
0: entire series,
1: just on an aesthetic level, Jeff. Yeah. Even Sabine, Sabine looked so much cooler now right. than she's she ever looks looked. Better. I know. I feel like they they came in with a, like rebels makeover yeah, this like, season. I'm sure. Like no. they they hired somebody who was just like, oh no 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 no, Kanan's hair is not working for me. Cut off that ponytail, <laughs> right, right. shave the sides, give him semi mullet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was working. Mm. Uh, they shaved Ezra's head because he looked like an idiot for like two or three seasons of the well, show.
0: And it would, wouldn't it make sense that Ahsoka is like this super wise Jedi? Yeah, dude. Like, dude, she's learned from. Obi-Wan from Anakin and Yoda. Like, come on. And she pretty much outsmarted all of them. I mean, she
1: knew to walk away from the Jedi. I mean, you know, in The Last Jedi, Luke even says it too. Like, hey, the Jedi
0: screwed up all the time. Ahsoka walked away because she knew that. Is is Luke Skywalker going to appear to Rey? Mm -hmm. All right, here's a new guarantee. Mm. (laughs) Luke, (laughs) Luke Skywalker is going to appear to Rey and say, I want you to go train with Ahsoka.
1: Oh, Jeff, I would die for that. I would die for that. I would give up my hand for a mechanical one.
0: Okay. All right. right. (laughs) I
1: need to get something on there, Jeff. Okay, here we go. Something better than a hook. Mm. All right. How about a recommendation, Jeff? Mm. I just came back from a week at Disney, Jeffrey. What? Okay, so Star Tours, Great as ride. you know, is the crazy good ride at Hollywood Studios, and I think they got it at Disneyland in California, too, right? Yeah. Um, so here's, what's go- here's what has happened to Star Tours. Uh, Star Tours, it used to be, it always starts off in the hangar of yep. a Star Destroyer, yep. and you kind of escape. And 3 is like, oh, no, we're not ready to leave yet. R2, what are you doing? And then you take off, you fly into a... You, uh, you fly around Darth Vader and he's trying to stop you and yeah, yeah. you get a little shootout. Then you hit hyperspace, right? Okay. So this is a three-part ride. You have that scene always at the beginning yep. with slight variations. Then you have a second scene and a third scene. Now, it used to be that those scenes changed every time. Really? Yeah. So you would go back and ride it again. Like one time you'd be on uh, Kashik, and then for the third part you'd be in Naboo Then you go back again, and the second scene would be somewhere else, and the third scene would be somewhere else, and you get different combinations. Um, You know, there's a finite number of them. I don't know how many there were. Now, what has changed is when Force Awakens came out, they changed the second scene to Jakku every time. So it would be the Star Destroyer scene, Jakku, and then your random third scene. Now, with the release of The Last Jedi, they changed the third scene to Crate. The scene from the You're end ready.
0: of uh, The Last Jedi... Okay, now why would you be in a shuttle and crate?
1: Well, Jeff, none of how you get into these situations makes any sense on the ride. They okay. just want to transport you. All right, <laughs> right. Just, this is even a bigger suspension of logic than, like enough, than you finally. have to pull off in the movies. Okay. So anyway... Uh, real quick, what I will say is y- it has lost some of the mystery, mm. so it's lost some of the re-ride-ability right. because now you know what you're getting every single yeah, time. So you
0: just go ride once.
1: But the scene in Jakku and the scene on Crate might be the two best scenes I've ever seen in that ride. They're so good. The scene Mm -hmm. on Crate, you really feel like you're gliding along the surface of Crate. I don't want to spoil too much for you, but it really just feels like you're there. It's super intense. It's super fun. It's super awesome. Now, what I want to tell you, and this is a spoiler, so if you don't want to know what happens at the end of that ride, if you're going to Disney anytime soon, you land. You don't want to know, Jeff? Don't tell me. Oh, man. All right. I'm sorry, Walkers. Maybe what I'll do is I'll record this separately for our next episode. Go ahead. So if you want to know what happens, uh, tune in next time. I may, <laughs> I may, I don't know. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Skywalk. Social medias. If you want to find us on social media, uh, Facebook is facebook com slash sw over coffee. Twitter is at sw over coffee.
0: for any of you freaks that use Potomatic. Oh yeah, it's star wars dot com. Star wars over dot com. Yeah,
1: you know this. You know what? You have? <laughs> Who cares? Nobody uses. <laughs> automatic we just throw it in as (laughs) if we have some legal obligation (laughs) (laughs) but most importantly if you enjoy our podcast please leave us a review on itunes because yes that's that's how you help us out for this free content listeners Listeners, subscribe do what you gotta do so search itunes for the skywalk sky isn't skywalk as in the thing you cook in w-o-k the skywalk on itunes and leave us a review and i want to tell you one more thing listeners we're gonna have a giveaway soon we're going right. to be giving away something really cool, Star Wars related. What? And
0: and it's not a Ring Pop.
1: We are going to give it to anyone we're, like we're going to pick somebody who leaves us a review on iTunes. Oh. So if you leave us an, a review
0: on iTunes now, Listeners we will get ready.
1: We will submit you retroactively into the the giveaway, into the contest. So please leave us a review on iTunes and be entered to win something really cool. And I will show people... Because
0: there's no swag like Star Wars swag.
1: Oh, no. And this is the best stuff. Jeff, you know, I just came back from Disney and all of their swag... And I just
0: got the coolest thing from Brett. Thank you. I got you
1: the only cool thing they had, Jeff. The swag Uh down there is garbage. The thing we're going to give away is a custom. It's even better. It's a custom, Jeff. It's so dope. It's so dope. We're going to reveal it to you listeners soon enough.
0: This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. In the Skywalk.